0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host Addie Adawusi. I'm a big tech product manager, mathematician, futurist, tech optimist, artist and creator. And I'm here typically every week bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before we get into today's episode, go ahead and hit the like button. if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe if you're not already subscribed. If you're listening on your podcast player, go ahead and follow or subscribe. Leave a five star review that would greatly help me in promoting the podcast. If you're on social media media, feel free to follow me on Twitter Twitter at EditionPod or at Addie Adewusti. Instagram and TikTok at Edition with Addie. And you can also subscribe to the Substack, where you get the podcast directly into your email inbox, um, and that is editionpod.substack.com. Okay, I know that was a lot of information. Let's get into today's episode. I have a lot for you today to make up for not recording last week. I will be honest, while there was news last week, it wasn't news that I can talk about, if you know what I mean. So um, I'm glad I have exciting topics as well as a great career segment today. So let's got, get into the market. So, crypto, Bitcoin, we're at 19,494. It is up 5.73% over the past seven days. Ethereum is at 1,337. It is up 7.72% over the past seven days. It's good to see that crypto prices are up. However, they are still significantly down. So, nothing to be excited about here. Moving on to the S&P 500, it's down 1.87% 1. 1. in the past five days. The NASDAQ is down 1.5% the past five days. Um, and the S&P was for five days as well. Yes, the markets are terrible right now. We know this. If you're maxing out your retirement, continue to do so. Um, but this is just not a great year for investing. Okay, so let's get into the hot topics in tech. So first, in the background pay attention to the upcoming Elon Musk and Twitter hearing so i quote from the cnbc article twitter and elon musk will face off in a delaware chancery court on october 17th if they don't settle first the social network company is suing musk for pulling out of a four, 44 billion acquisition Musk, via his attorneys, has repeatedly accused Twitter of resisting and thwarting his right to information about the number of bot and spam accounts on the platform. And quote. This is the business case of the year, if not the decade. I am going to be following this story incredibly closely, even though I said before I don't want to talk to, about Elon Musk on the show. But he is just making such good news. And I know Twitter employees, if you're listening, you are probably watching this closely and you want to hear about it on the podcast. So I will be covering the Twitter and Elon Musk face-off this month. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Next I have, let, let me go to positive news. So first, California salary ranges. Okay. So this article comes from Protocol It's originally on Bloomberg, but Bloomberg has it gated, so I'm reading the protocol version of the article. So I quote, more pay transparency is coming to California. The Golden State is joining New York City, Colorado, and Washington in requiring employers to disclose pay ranges in job ads. Governor Gavin Newsom signed Senate Bill... 1162 into law on Tuesday, according to statements from the California Legislative Women's Caucus and the Tech Equity Collaborative. Under the law, employers with 15 or more workers will be required to include pay ranges and job postings, and those with 100 or more employees or contractors will have to report median and mean hourly pay rates by job category and, another quote, each combination of race, ethnicity, and sex. And the quote within the quote: "This is a big moment for California workers, especially women and people of color, who have long been impacted by systemic inequities that have left them earning far less than their colleagues," said Senator Monique Lamone, Democrat from Santa Barbara, in a statement. Lamone introduced the bill in February. End quote. So this is huge. Um, expect more pay transparency coming expect more salary ranges on job postings. I may have already mentioned this on the podcast but if you're applying for a job and you don't see salary range look for the same position in New York or Colorado and you will see the salary range and a lot of times the New York salary range is the exact same as the Colorado salary range. So it, it the salary range for the position is not dependent on geography. So With California doing this, um, this is just going to be more ubiquitous and tech employees are not going to have to go on levels.fyi or dig around blind forums to see what their target pay should be. So I see this as a win for tech workers. I'm really excited about this. Okay, so let's get into the bad news. So first, there's a Lyft hiring freeze. I'm going to quote from New York Post, unfortunately, but it was um, confirmed by Lyft spokeswoman. So I quote, ride sharing app Lyft is freezing all hiring in the U.S. through the end of 2022. The Post has learned the news comes amid a broader economic slump that has sent Lyft's stock tumbling 68 percent this year. Lyft spokeswoman Ashley Adams confirmed the hiring freeze in a statement to the Post. Like many other companies navigating an uncertain economy, we are pausing hiring for all U.S.-based roles through the end of the year, Adams said. After the Post reported the hiring freeze, Lyft shares fell 3.8% in aftermarket trading. Lyft started notifying job candidates of the hiring freeze this week. End quote. So yes, another hiring freeze. This time it's Lyft um fortunately it's only until the end of the year we everyone is looking towards q1 and just hoping things change in q4 and um so sorry for those who are interviewing at lyft right now it is a tough market out there but stay tuned for the career segment because i'm going to give you some tips okay next is docusign layoff um this is from cnbc DocuSign will lay off, I quote from the article, DocuSign will lay off 9% of its workers as part of a major restructuring plan, the company announced Wednesday. The plan is designed to support the company's growth and profitability objectives and improve its operating margin, end quote. Another sign that it is the worst year in tech since the the dot-com bust, and we are living and surviving through it. If you're employed right now, give yourself a pat on the back. Um, If you are, you know, a victim of a layoff, know that this does not define you as a person. This is a crazy year. Okay, seeing that a lot of people are going to be interviewing, I figured this would be a great time to do a resume one-on-one. A lot of people do send me their resumes for review, and just full disclosure, I am not doing that anymore. Um, I do have someone that I refer folks to. His name is I will put a link to his LinkedIn in the show notes. He's a he's great at um, not just resumes. He also he specializes in getting through the ATS or the applicant tracking system. And I used him when I was applying for Microsoft, and I use his principles to this day. And if you are a listener of the podcast, you know I did get the job at Microsoft. I'm at Google now, and best believe I use the exact same format for my Google resume. So shout out to Janide. I appreciate you. Okay, so resume one-on-one. One page no matter what. Um, I know people fight and argue me on this, and, and even though everyone knows one page is resume best practices if you cannot fit your resume on one page you can use the margins to make the margins smaller so you can fit more room make the text smaller i wouldn't go smaller than 10 point font you can also also different font styles are smaller than others um one page one page and that's it and and to tell you why because you want the the recruiter is probably reviewing so many resumes so many resumes you want your resume to be a one-page scannable view. You don't need to put every single job you've ever had on your life on your resume. Just pick the ones that are most relevant to the position and also make sure you don't have any gaps. Um, but keeping that in account, you you know, keep it to one page. If you have follow-up questions about this, you know, reach out in the comments, email me, editionpod at gmail.com. But I'm telling you right now, one page, one page, one page. Single column. So this is for the folks who went on Canva or Microsoft Word templates and found like a really edgy design for a resume, thought it would make you stand out, make you unique. I'm telling you right now, and please believe me as I'm telling you this, this will kick your resume out of the applicant tracking system. If you have a cool format resume, add it as an additional document uh, in PDF version. Also, please submit your resume in PDF version. Um, But the resume that goes into the system needs to be the most boring-looking resume as possible. Black text on white font, no hyperlinks, um, single-column the more you veer, veer away from a standard resume, the more challenging it's going to be to get through the applicant tracking system. These, This is an automated system and unless you have a referral, your resume is going through the system and you want to make sure it goes through as expected. I promise you, PDF format, black and white, um, single column, no graphic elements. You don't need any divider lines, shapes symbols, nothing like that. Just make it the most plain, boring, basic resume. Okay, summary. So when I was earlier in my career, I did not have an executive summary for my resume. Now I always include an executive summary for my resume. Um, If you want to know what it is, if you go to my LinkedIn, I pretty much have the same summary in my LinkedIn as I do on my resume. You just want to have a few sentences that just describe you in the best possible way and most importantly, the best fit for the role you are implying for. Some people disagree and just have a general resume for everything and they use the same resume for every job. I do not do that. I literally go through the job description line by line, highlight key phrases, everything that they want from me in the job description, I highlight. And as I'm writing my resume, which I make unique to every role that I'm applying to, I know it sounds crazy, but hey, I work at Google, so obviously it works. Um, And I basically use the job description to write my resume. Um, It may seem like plagiarizing, um, so feel free to change words, but that's what they're looking for. And if you have done that, there's no reason why you should hide the fact that you have done that. The goal for resume, I want them to look at my resume, look at the job description, and say, she's an exact fit for this role. She's absolutely the perfect candidate. I'm going to move her ahead. Simple as that. You know, think about how you're making the recruiter's jobs easier, the hiring manager's job easier when the hiring manager goes to their their manager and says that I want to interview this person or I want to hire this person and they send the resume they want their manager to say oh yes uh, that's an obvious choice so you got to change the mindset a little bit as you're going through these resumes so let's get to the education section if you have relevant certifications for the role put those first in the education section i have a section called education and certifications um, put the cert- relevant certifications first um, and order your education from your most advanced degree to your least um, so if you had a phd you would put phd and then masters and then bachelors pretty straightforward um, for skills I have a whole – because I have, a you know, while I'm not an engineer, I do have somewhat of a technical role. I need to understand a lot of technical products, software, things like that. I order my skills to most unique and relevant to the role to most common. So, for example, if you're going to put – if you know, like, let's say you're a designer and you know Figma, um, but you also are, you know, really great at Microsoft Excel – put Figma first because it's the most relevant to the role and it's also way more unique than Microsoft Excel. More, more more people know how to use Microsoft Excel compared to Figma. And also, after you update your resume and make it polished, go back to your LinkedIn pretty much as soon as you submit your resume and make sure it matches because they're going to go check out your LinkedIn um, if you included not necessarily the link because you don't want to hyperlink in your resume, you just want to have the URL there, you don't want it to clickable. Um, so they're, they're probably going to go look at your LinkedIn, see who you're connected to, things like that. And if you look like a completely different person and have a completely different set of experiences and bullets on your LinkedIn, they're going to be confused. So the goal is to minimize confusion, minimize friction, make it obvious that you're the perfect candidate for the role. Otherwise, why are you applying? okay so what am i geeked out about this week travel okay i have three trips coming up between now and the end of the year actually four so i'm going to be going to new york next month i'm going to meet my team at google i talked about this last week um i i just went ahead and bought a ticket and i'm going um so it's going to be great i'm really excited Next, I have AfroTech in November. It's going to be in Austin. And also, pro tip: I went ahead and got the executive ticket because the executive ticket gets you in certain areas um, that only executives will be. And sure, I don't. I'm not a C level. I'm not a VP, but. If the barrier to entry is paying an extra $200, why am I not doing that? I'm already investing in this trip. That being said, Google is reimbursing me for this trip. Um, Thank you, Google. But, um, yeah, I'm getting the executive pass, and I'm going to be in the executive section and saying hey to my friends who didn't get executive tickets. Okay, and then I'm going to England in December. Hopefully it's planned. I know the dates. I just haven't booked my ticket yet. Um, So I'm really excited to travel. Um, I have family in England, and I also work with an engineering team based in London, hoping to pop in and say hi and see them as well. So, yes... Um, I am done with this episode, got it under 20 minutes. Thank you for your patience with the podcast. If only you knew how much I had going on in my life, you would understand why I haven't been posting consistently every Wednesday as usual, but I appreciate you sticking with me and listening and being patient, and for all the tech workers, stay strong out there. You got this. Um, just keep doing the good work. All right. Have a good day. Bye.